0: Hey, are we sounding good? Uh, yep. Yeah, you sound you good too? Yeah, can you hear me very well?
1: Yep. Yeah, sound we got right. you.
0: Sounds good. All right. Uh, let's start. Let's start at about the thirty-second marker. All
2: right. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds
0: good. Sounds good. You guys just watched that Tennessee game?
2: A little bit of it. A little it. bit. Yeah. I was in on the Bachelorette, man.
0: Okay. Yeah. Did you see my Twitter poll about Bachelorette, Bachelorette or MLB playoffs?
2: Yeah, I voted. I voted. Okay. I voted Bachelorette.
0: All right. We'll start in about five seconds. And welcome to the Tommy Divine Podcast. It is Tuesday, October 13th. We just got finished with a special edition of tuesday night football and i've got some special guests to bring on with you he's back again for a second straight week we're doing picks we're doing all that we're talking the slate but it's aiden koost the koost is back on the show aiden how are you doing
2: i'm back man i'm back i'm better than ever ready to talk week six with you tommy uh good good to be here as always
0: and then you got someone there with you bloomington uh this guy he does a baseball pod They're a baseball show he's doing baseball now and baseball playoffs are upon us and i think you got griffin healy there with you am i am i wrong
1: no you are not wrong tommy i am present and well and doing great glad to hear you're doing well with the podcast here
0: sounds good griff thanks for joining us tonight uh you got you and you have a show down there in bloomington uh on sundays isn't that isn't it 11 to noon you do the the baseball show right there in bloomington as well
1: Yes, I do. It's called Behind the Plate. It's with my co-host Matthew Byrne and I, who are both from northern New Jersey, and we will be on every Sunday from 11 to 12 on WIUX.
0: Yep, 99.1 down there, WIUX. Okay, well, let's just talk about this game we saw tonight. Uh, I watched most of it. Uh, did you guys catch it all or catch some of it or what was the, what did what, yeah, yes. you guys catch most of that or what?
2: yeah i mean ultimately it wasn't the closest of games uh but it is tuesday night football so very much you know, and we had, and we
0: had, yeah we had talked about the possibility of tuesday night football here on this podcast Aiden, i think you and i talked about it last week finally happens they switch the schedule around hasn't happened in 10 years hasn't happened in 10 years and this is a pretty good game both undefeated and uh I'll tell you what, boys, I think that Titans two-week layoff that that helped. I mean, clearly. I mean, no, they look helps. good tonight. They that, look that's a really factor. good tonight. Uh, and Absolutely. I gotta say, like right now, they look like the favorites in the South, at least in the AFC South. They they look they look like they're gonna win the division at this point. The way the Colts are looking, and then the way these Titans are looking and the Bills did look great tonight. Josh Allen threw a couple interceptions. He did not look very well uh, throwing the football at all. Um, and, and Diggs was getting a few catches here and there, but I think you need to get the ball to Diggs more, uh, especially in big games like this. But, but what do you guys think overall of this game tonight from what you saw?
1: Um, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, yeah, the Bills definitely not play the uh, best
2: of offense Listen, the Tommy, your point about digs, I, I have to kind of push back because I'm looking at the bucks right now. I a whopping targets. Uh, maybe maybe it's it's kind of the, the reverse that they're trying to force the ball to digs a little too much. What do you think about that?
0: That's that's an interesting thought. That is an interesting thought. Maybe they're trying to force it down too much to digs and try to get that working offensively. And you know, and a defense like Tennessee's, maybe that wouldn't work. You know, maybe you got to try to do more things. I think Singletary, I think he only had about, what, seven carries tonight?
2: Yes. Yeah, Singletary struggled. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Singletary did struggle. So, you know, I mean, for Buffalo, you got to, I think, get the running game going with Singletary and then go from there and really try to keep Josh Allen, pressure off Josh Allen, because Singletary's a great back. He's a great back in this league. And you got to get him some carries, and really, it starts with him, and it starts with the big guys up front in the offensive line. Once they can start, you know, kind of get going, then kind of maybe try to set up the pass with the run. But forcing it early with digs, I, I think, uh, may have been may have been the move there. Well, and not forcing.
2: it. Yeah, much, yeah, so. and you you know to go back to your your last point about just you know from a more of a macro perspective, um, I agree. I think it's hard. Anything, but but that Tennessee is the favorite in this division. Um, yeah. Ryan Tannehill played a great game tonight. Really uh, controlled controlled the ball well, and for them to put up 42 points on this team is is pretty surprising. But at the same time, like you said, they had two weeks to prepare, two weeks to to recover, um, and even still, the Bills were missing many of their top players, like Tre'Davious White, the corner, Zach Moss, the back. So you know, it, it's not a full strength on full strength sort of situation here, but, but Tennessee looks at least by the eye test much better than Indianapolis, particularly when you have Phil Rivers uh, playing quarterback for Indianapolis, you know, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. Okay. We'll get to him. Well, we'll we'll get to him. Uh, That's a problem. And, and Griffin, I think you'd agree with me when, when I say that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The way Philip Rivers played the last game against Indianapolis, I know we're going to get into it later, but it was just, it was terrible. And I'm sure you as a Colts fan can speak on that behalf as well. I mean, yeah, well, I'll, I'll
0: talk about that later. I'm, I'm getting sick to my stomach just thinking about it right now um, as, as a Colts fan, quite frankly. Uh, but, you know, talking about Tennessee again, you also got to remember Tennessee didn't know who they were going to play this week. Right. So they didn't know if they were playing KC, if they were playing Buffalo, who the hell they were playing. So the fact that, you know, you have that situation and then to come out and score 40 points, that's pretty impressive, especially when you're on a maybe a shorter game plan. Uh, and in playbook and different things, and coming out on a, you know, kind of uh weird week where you know, oh, we're playing Tuesday night, we don't know who we're playing, and then to come out and score forty, I think that's a statement for the
1: Titans.
2: Absolutely, so, yeah. I mean, it, this, I mean, this yeah. team came in here and and a, a game that they were not favored in I, I don't think they may have been I might be wrong on that. I couldn't imagine I couldn't yeah imagine. no I don't think they could have been favored but they weren't expected to win this game and for them to just blow out the bills in this fashion a team that we thought you know and with good reason was one of the better AFC contenders that's very impressive I I, I got to be honest I I this game certainly uh, you know coupled with the Colts game as we said uh, yeah. really gives me a, a different perspective on this Tennessee team I'm impressed I've been impressed with Ryan Tannehill consistently um I know people try to downplay him I know his numbers aren't incredible but the guy gets the job done and and his his statistical volume isn't um at the level of someone like Josh Allen but he won the game he was more efficient and ultimately that's all I can ask for from a quarterback
0: yeah, I mean he played well tonight. He played just the way he needs to be if they want to go to the Super Bowl. He he needs to play like this every game, you know? Yeah. Not turning the football over, um doing doing silly mistakes like that. You know, that that's going to come in the long run and help them out. Um but yeah, I mean it's he played well tonight and uh Buffalo's defense I don't think was all was all there and you know, that's just no, Derrick Henry. Uh, that's the Derrick Henry effect. Well, that's, that's, yeah,
2: and and it's worth noting that Josh Allen had his first game where, where he looked, dare I say, like Josh Allen. Uh, this yes. guy finally had a game where he came back down to earth. Unfortunately, it was still enough to, to get the 15 points Griffin here needed to, to beat me in fantasy this week. Yeah, ooh,
0: ooh. Uh,
2: I was praying And you for, still wanted him on. You there. still
0: wanted him on the podcast.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a problem for josh allen uh but at the same time unfortunately for josh allen fantasy points uh do not translate to to reality and he did not play well uh you know 263 and two with two picks um a low rating low efficiency he didn't have his best night on a night where the running game was essentially non-existent josh allen needed to elevate his level of play and he wasn't able to do that. So I think we can kind of slow down with the Allen MVP chatter. Uh,
0: not only can we slow that down, but that could be at a dead standstill for as long as I can see. Unless he really just was like in a hiccup. I mean, I think if you talk real quick, since you brought up MVP, I think Rodgers, Wilson, and Mahomes, and maybe like Aaron Donald as like a long shot. And those are the four. I, I mean, at this point, I don't really see like a Josh Allen or, Anybody else sneaking into the picture on that, but I mean, would there be any anyone else at this point in the season? You're kinda like, whoa, 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 wait, this guy.
2: This guy, maybe. All right. Any other No I, Any other thoughts on that? I or? mean, listen, yeah. Allen's out. Um Yeah, absolutely Allen's out. <laughs> yeah. We, he's we had a little I mean, little honeymoon there with, with uh Kyler Murray. Uh that's over. Yeah. That's done. That's done. in the past. Even Mahomes by his standards, wasn't great this past week. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but the thing with Mahomes is it's still a long season. I mean, it's still a long way to go.
2: So, Absolutely. Yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, you know, Mahomes, you never know what's going to happen. But listen, I, mean, I, mean, I would never count him out.
2: I think we can all agree, and, and Griffin, you can give your take on this. I think, to me, it's shaping up at this point, point. of course, it's early in the season, to be a two-horse race between Mahomes and Wilson.
1: Yeah, I would have to completely agree with that. I mean, Mahomes is pro. I don't. I don't know if it's like really even a question at this point. Maybe even a statement. He's probably the most talented quarterback to ever play in the game. Right. And then you have Russell Wilson, who's just as good as ever. Maybe even the best at his career right now.
0: And I think I think Aaron Rodgers is in there. I think. Would you
1: say or? I'd say he's. I, I would think so. In my opinion, he would valuable. be up for contention. I just don't know if he would provide. As good of a case as Wilson or as um, Mahomes.
0: Okay, because I would have Rodgers and Wilson there, and then Mahomes kind of a little bit behind those
1: two. But I'm not ruling Rodgers out right now. But I think his chances are less likely than, you know, actually, uh, again, than our two candidates,
2: Mahomes. Well, and and let's be clear, guys. Wilson has all the narrative momentum in his favor. Yeah. to where I think it's going to take, you know, to where I think that if Rodgers has a three-week stretch where he slips up a little bit, or, you know, Mahomes yeah. is unable to keep up that elite level of play, I think it's Wilson's yeah. to lose because of all this, this, oh, he's never gotten an MVP vote in the past, and this and that, and he's disrespected. So I think the, the media, who, of course, votes on this award, has fully bought into the Russell Wilson is is undervalued and deserves an MVP award, and I think it's going to be hard to really, you know, pull away from that narrative.
0: Yeah, uh, for sure. And you know, Wilson, I think, does look the best right now. I mean, it's not even. I. I mean, I don't even think it's. Do we close. want to talk about that I mean, that
2: Sunday night game?
0: Yeah, let's go in, and I kind of want to talk some COVID stuff. But uh, yeah, that Sunday night game was unbelievable. Great game, because absolutely. For me, for me, you take the points on the fourth and one. I don't know about you guys. I take the field goal. I'm up by 8 points. What's the worst that can happen? They're going to tie, right? That's the worst thing that can happen. Going over time. But going for on fourth was it fourth and 1 or fourth and inches? I, don't I think it was fourth and 1. Yeah, fourth right? and yeah, 1. Fourth and 1. Fourth and 1. I I take the points, you know, kick it off to Russ. What what are you guys thinking about that? What's what, what do you think on that?
2: Uh, you know, in that situation, it's it's tough, right? Because if you remember, I mean, Madison was really just killing it. 20, 20 carries, one hundred twelve yards after coming in for the injured Cook. Really looked looked fairly hard to stop. So you know, you think you can get one yard there, but at the same time, everyone knows what's coming. You have a chance to go up eight in a rainy game, force Wilson to go the length of the field, and and, and ultimately make Wilson score twice with the you know if you count the two point conversion. So I think I agree with you, Tommy. I, I would have kicked it and and at least then I know Russell Wilson can't walk me off at the end of the game If he did. Uh, I know at least at the very least we're going OT and whatever happens, happens.
0: I mean, I think we all knew what was going to
2: happen. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, it, I could read it. Like, I mean, it was so easy to see. everybody knew Russ was going to drive 95 yards down the field. It wasn't matter if it was snowing, raining, it wouldn't have mattered if the sun had hit the earth and we all had melted, it wouldn't have mattered because we all knew Russ was driving 95 yards to win that game. It it wouldn't matter.
1: Wouldn't matter. Yeah, no. Russell Wilson definitely showed like his MVP caliber and like why he deserves it. And um, yeah, like 217 yards and only through one interception, even like with three touchdowns, it's still crazy to see that he was, you know, playing at the Oh yes. something for him.
2: Yeah. Right? I mean that's the impressive part. And Tommy, I want to have a conversation about DK Metcalf. Um this guy, Let's this do that. guy man, you know, we we've, we've been hearing the the r- Let Russ Cook movement and and that that has been the the reason that they're so successful now. I think maybe in a more more simple uh you know, I think more simply giving Russ DK Metcalf has really unlocked his ability. This guy has a legitimate case of being the best deep ball receiver in the league right now. When you pair Wilson's ability to place the ball in the best spots on those deep balls, his speed and strength combo. By the way, this guy can run. That was not him coming out. Yeah, I've seen some unbelievable route running at this guy. I think this guy's clearly a top 10 receiver and that might be even a little low. I think he's been the key to the Seattle offense.
1: Yeah. He's
0: definitely the catalyst and you could argue that Wilson's the catalyst on the offense, but almost, it's almost like a one-two punch with those guys because like you said, the route running is so good. Wilson has such an accurate arm. I mean, it's, it's, he, you know, he can throw on the run. He's so mobile. He's so fast on the run. He can throw well on the run and he's able to make those really tough passes to, to DJ, to DK Metcalf. I mean, you know, and it was interesting during the telecast, I think Chris Collinsworth mentioned like, Hey, you know, he was talking to Russ that week, you know, Hey, we're like the new Montana and young. Yeah. And it kind of gets you thinking like, Oh man, this, you know, And I think even Pete Carroll was saying like, Oh, this is the greatest receiver I've ever coached. And that's, you know, he's coached some talented players. I mean, not obviously like he's coached great wide receivers, but he's also coached great running backs, Reggie Bush, you know, at college level and stuff like that. But I mean, he's coached some great talent to say that DK Metcalf is the greatest, one of the greatest players he's ever coached. That's, you know, that's a statement from Pete Carroll,
1: but yeah. And I absolutely uh, agree with that statement. I mean, the fact that you have a coach who has seen all that talent come from USC and from Seattle to have that on your resume is insane.
2: Yeah, I mean, DK is a guy who, I mean, just look at the the profile. You know, maybe the one knock on him is his hands are are not the greatest as of right now. And yes, he makes some bad decisions like we saw in the the Cowboys game. But man, this guy is so talented, so big, so strong, so fast. And with with someone like you mentioned, Tommy, that can put the ball in the places Russ can, I mean, I've I've not seen a guy with this good touch down the field, 50 yards plus down the field, throwing rainbows then end up right in the hands of Metcalf. So I really do think that if Metcalf keeps producing at this level, and I think he will, I mean we're going to start talking about this guy as a top five receiver, and, and as 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 long as he's going at this rate, I, I think it's very tough to stop Seattle when you consider that they have a good run game, that they have tight ends, uh, a stable of them actually with, with Disley and Olsen and Swain, and then that they have Lockett in the flats, the slants, the digs those short and intermediate routes where he's kind of the safety valve for Wilson. This is a very complete offense and granted their defense is God awful. This offense can take them very far.
0: Yeah. I mean, you look at the running game, you got Chris Carson. Oh. He, he's an unbelievable back. You got Lockett. You got Medcalf and of course you got Russ. So, I mean, this, this off in the offensive lines, decent at times, uh, you know, But sometimes you got Russ running for his life a little bit. But other than that, I mean, like you said, this offense is pretty much complete. I mean, there's just so much talent in Seattle right now with the offense. I think it's going to take them pretty far. I think think right now I think they're the best team in the NFC, I think.
1: Really. Yeah, and that's definitely a Um, fair statement to make, especially with, like, an offense like that. I mean, I don't really see other competition, maybe
2: like the Packers or something. I think the Packers. yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. I think the Packers and the Seahawks are clearly the top two in the NFC right now. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I guess I was surprised the Vikings kept it so close. Um, I guess the Vikings are one of those teams that are just so sporadic at times where, you know, some weeks they just look like complete horse piss. And then some weeks they look, you know, actually pretty good. So, yeah. you know, You know, I don't know what to think of this Vikings team. I thought they were one of the worst teams in the league. They looked to be it. They smelled it. You could smell it on them. You could see it on them. Everything. And then they come into Seattle, one of the toughest places to play. And if you, you wonder if maybe if there's a crowd in Seattle, maybe that game isn't as close. Well, listen, maybe I I don't,
2: I was getting ready to come on here and gloat about my, my, no blowouts in primetime take last week and then I see this Titans bills uh, score so I'm not yeah. gonna not gonna go with that but I do think that you know in the rain uh, no fans like you mentioned they were just able to to keep it close and let's be real I mean this Seattle defense missing a few players including Jamal Adams I mean if if, if yeah. Minnesota couldn't have scored 26 like they did I, I would have been extremely worried Minnesota and and I feel as though Minnesota will finish. In the six to ten, six and ten to seven and nine kind of range, where they're they're not good enough for the playoffs, but they're not going to get a, a super high draft.
0: Do you know? Do you know how long Adams is out for? Is
1: that, I think he's back you know this that, week.
2: Or? Yeah, I believe he's back. Is this he back?
0: Week. Okay. And uh, boy, who do they play? In fact, Lift, they have a bye uh, this
2: week, so he's back next week. Oh, they
0: do have a bye. They're they're one of the one that bye. Now, see, I didn't put teams with bye yet again this week. All right. So well,
2: we'll just have to. Congrats that to me for. Sorry. Right.
0: Yeah. Um. All right, so I want to talk about some COVID stuff, and then I want to talk about some of the firings we got. Let's start with the firings because those are fun. Um, Bill O'Brien is out after we did our podcast last week, Aiden. He's gone. Uh, Bye-bye. No more general manager. No more all this whatever he was. Coach, um, I mean, was it time? I mean, I think it was time.
2: Is this guy blue? I mean, this guy. Yeah, it was more than time. (laughs) It was much more than time. (laughs) This guy should have been gone again. And this is something that I said somewhere. I don't remember where I said this, probably on my my radio show, but that you can't fire after letting them, like quickly after letting them make franchise altering decisions. We saw this with the New York Knicks as I relate this to basketball. My team, the New York Knicks, Let Phil Jackson draft Frank Nilekina eighth overall. And then the day after the draft fired him, you can't with this, in the case of Bill O'Brien, they let him trade the best receiver in the league for, you know, David Johnson and a second round pick. And then they fired him quickly into the season. So clearly he was already on his last legs. you got to fire these guys. When you know you don't believe in someone, you have to fire them before they're able to make catastrophic decisions. This is something I'm looking at in New York with my friends. Or we have a general manager, Dave Gettleman, who I'm terrified of what he's going to do at the trade deadline in three weeks because he has to save his job. And we're not going to fire him before then. But if we if we don't fire him, he may try to swing a big trade at the deadline to save his job. So you've got to get rid of these guys as soon as you start to feel discomfort with Bill O'Brien, it was clear he was not well-liked by his team. It was clear he was in power struggles. He had knocked away two GMs just to take on his the title himself. It was beyond time, as Griffin said. And, and Griffin, I think you'd agree with me that, that this guy had to go. Yeah, this guy absolutely had to go. He was
1: – I mean, you pretty much caught every single point that I had. And it's just a shame. And even to relate it to the Jets, too – the front office there isn't even doing that well. And like they just let me on bell walk. And yeah, they did. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was just more than time. Like Bill O'Brien had too much responsibility and too much power that someone should have.
0: So, yeah, I think he should have gotten fired the day that Hopkins. Absolutely. Got that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I'll continue to say that for the rest of my natural born life. Um, it will never end. I will always think that. And the thing is like him and and Quinn, because Quinn obviously need to get out of there. There's a stigma. I'd love to ask my cousin who's now playing for Seattle. What that Atlanta locker room was like. Yeah. Yeah. With Dan Quinn in it. I would love to ask him that. I don't know what his real answer would be. It'd probably be some football answer like, Oh, well it was a good productive locker room and blah, blah, blah. I don't know if he'd actually give me like an answer. Um, he'd probably just give me like a player football answer, but you know, with these guys with Quinn and O'Brien, like some of the, I don't even think, I don't even think Quinn made any horrible decisions. I just think his stigma with losing with, with O'Brien, he made dumb decisions and he actually kind of won. I mean, he won titles right. in the division. Well, and both he actually, coaches
2: won at a, at a fairly high clip. I mean, yeah. you think about yeah, Quinn yeah. He never finished below seven and nine, which is shocking but the thing about it is, after that, I think Quinn was cursed after that 28-3 loss. I mean, yeah, every, yeah. You know, the momentum was building in a positive direction. They looked to be a, a, you know, a great contender in the NFC. And then from there, it has just been downhill. Even though the win-loss record hasn't necessarily reflected that. Last year, it was like, this guy's fired at midseason. And then somehow they won like six or seven in a row. Um, you know, to finish seven and nine, yeah. to salvage his job. So it's another situation where we knew this guy was ultimately going to be on the outs. He somehow survives and you're forced to fire your coach midseason with O'Brien. Uh, you know, like you said, Tommy very successful, at least in the division um, as a coach, yes. but then he also is GM. Like it just doesn't make sense where he's swinging these big trades. And now you find yourself in a position where you're Houston, you have the league's highest cap cap. You know, uh, the highest league's, league's highest bankroll at $255 million. You don't have your first or second round pick. And you have one win through five weeks with this team that has three players making $20 million or more. That is a problem, and that is strictly on the shoulders of GM coach Bill O'Brien, which is why he had to go.
0: And I'll, and I'll say this. I've never really been a huge O'Brien guy, to be honest, from the start. When the Texans hired him. Out of Penn state, you know, he coached those years with the Sandusky fallout and I don't think they were ever really good. I mean, they, they were like six and six. They were never really that great. They had Hackenberg for a little while. I don't even think they were going to make bowl games. They couldn't make them anyway uh, with all the punishments and stuff, but I don't understand the hiring from the start with him. So I mean, he's probably a great guy. It's just, I'd never really understood the Bill O'Brien hiring. It never really made any sense. Well, and I would, I mean, I guess you could look at it and say, yeah, he won titles in the division, but it just doesn't, it never really made sense. Well, and I would
2: push back. back on that great guy thing. Cause if we think about his legacy, um, you know, you remember the incident where he, I think, screamed profanities at a fan as he was walking into the tunnel. You remember that he didn't get along with the best receiver in the league forcing him to trade him for nothing. And now as we see kind of the, the tipping point <laughs> fight with not a physical fight, but a, uh, a heated verbal exchange with JJ Watt, who's seems like the guy that everyone gets along with. And that happened this, this yeah. past week, which obviously resulted in his firing. So, you know, it's hard to knock the success on the field in terms of results, even though he was a terrible play caller and wouldn't give up play calling duties. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I, I just don't think he was that well-liked. And, you know, when you look at the fact that he forced – essentially forced two GMs out uh, and, and assumed control himself, um, I don't know where his next opportunity will be or what that will look like. I think he needs a, a bit of humble pie.
0: He needs the Giants and no, the Jets. No, That's no, That's where he's going to Absolutely go. not. Um,
2: he's going to be a coordinator on no, the Jets. All he's right, no. like so, uh, that was a coach. good podcast. Uh, We're gonna hang up on you now, Tommy. After you made that comment.
0: Hey, just kidding around. I'm just saying the Giants like to hire horrible coaches. I'm 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 not gonna
1: lie though. The most Jets thing that can happen right now is firing Adam Gase only to hire Bill (laughs) O'Brien. Just saying, could happen. It's the most.
2: Yeah, maybe. Probably not. I I really hope that they have confidence. While we're roasting each other's teams, can we talk about Phil Rivers? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Here we go. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Let's hear it because I'm going to be the I just want to,
2: before anyone else goes, recap uh, a play I saw. I don't exactly remember what point in the game this was, but I tweeted this. I think it may have been the worst decision I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, He steps up, looking all the way at the flat, and throws a duck to the flat, maybe a 10-yard throw, pick six, huge turning point in the game. I mean, I don't know what he was looking at this entire game. His decision-making was poor. His arm, obviously, is, is bad enough to where that decision-making needs to be really good. And for it to be as bad as it was, Tommy, I got to tell you, man, I'm very, very worried about the ceiling of this team. As good as this defense has been with this guy at the helm, I don't know that you can go any further than a first-round exit.
0: Well, I, and I called it last week. Everybody was all like, oh, Colts, Colts, Colts. And I was so worried about this game. You got to believe me. I was so worried. And I was worried about this happening. I could see it a little bit in the Bears game. We won that one by the skin of our ass. We had won some other games. And Phil really didn't play that well. And people were just like kind of holding on. And then this was the game where it all the shit hit the fan. I mean, Phillip Rivers needs to be done. He needs to be benched. He needs to be cut. I don't know what we need to do. He needs to just move back to Miami, have about 10 more children, sip a daiquiri, and, you know. For, I mean, you know. I, 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 don't know what he, I don't know what he needs to do.
1: He, he needs to get out of Indy, though. Because it's sickening. Yeah, him. that it's was. Uh, yeah, I just don't understand what was going through his mind at that point of time when he just threw that pass. I mean.
2: I don't think anyone does. No, no one knows. Yeah. Uh, well, I just question, and I am I have been a big fan of the Ballard front office and and the Reich, you know, the Ballard Reich, I guess, uh, you know, regime if you want to call it that. But but to give this guy twenty five million, I get it's only a one year deal. But what did you see last year? I mean, the guy threw twenty three TDs to twenty picks. He looked essentially like what he does now, and we tried to blame it on the fact that he was on a bad team. No, that's just who he is.
0: Well, we thought with a better offensive line, he'd get better protection. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe he'd throw it a little bit better. That's clearly not the case. No, not so what? So now that now this is what I don't understand. We now have Jacoby Brisket is on the bench. He needs to start. Brisket needs to start. And then we got Lasik Jameis down in New Orleans who could start for us. He's he's just riding away on a for sure. bench. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And then Colin Kaepernick, who's I don't know where he is. He's out in the Appalachian Trail. I don't I don't know where he is. He's somewhere. We, we could use him. Wow. I mean, there's three mm-hmm. quarterbacks right with, now with Kaepernick. Yeah, I know. I would take would you take Kaepernick or would you take Rivers? Right? Now? I'd, I'd take Kaepernick. Kaepernick probably. I give him a shot, shot
2: in the dark, but I just don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah.
0: No, no, that won't happen, but I'd rather have Oh, I, would
2: too. I mean that's Okay, I agree with that.
0: Yeah, I, I... no, I'm not saying we're going to get At him. At least he can move around the pocket.
2: Or...
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's just that my only concern would be that he hasn't played in, like, well over four years almost now. But Well, Phillip Rivers acts like he hasn't played <laughs> in over four years. All right, yeah, right? that's mean, fair.
2: Yeah, t- so – I, I mean, mean, I haven't played since freshman year. I think I could throw it further than this guy right now. I mean, it's unbelievable, the arm strength.
0: Yeah,
2: he's just it's not gone. there anymore.
0: I mean, it's just you can tell it's it's done. Um, I love him, you know. He's he's a, he's a good guy probably, and hopefully he's a good guy. Not like a, when I said Bill O'Brien was a good guy. I think Phil's
1: actually Phil's a good. Guy. A good guy. No, Phil's a good guy, but good word
0: Old Man River needs to hit the road. I, I think it's you know. Well, and I think sorry,
2: he needs to retire. I think you look at this Titans you know. team. I, I just don't think there's any world where the Colts could have done to no, the Bills what, no, what Tennessee no. did tonight. No,
0: not not even a chance. No. And maybe that's – I think if, if we no, – maybe
2: that's Tennessee's no. ceiling, sorry to cut you off, versus, you know – No, oh, go ahead. Maybe like this is Tennessee playing at their max with, the, with all the rest and everything. But, man, do you see the Colts beating up on a legitimate team like this? I, I just don't. If we have River start every week from now on,
0: we will lose to the Titans by five touchdowns every game we play them. He will throw so many interceptions. It'll drive my head through the roof. And, I mean, he will drive me nuts. I mean, I can't watch any more of this. I mean, it, it's sickening to the stomach. It's sickening to the eyes. I, I just – I can't. I can't hear the – I can't hear Spiro D to say, oh, Pick six by the opposite defense, and Philip Rivers threw a horrible. I can't hear it. I can't hear it. I can't see it. Can't smell it. Can't. I can't. I can't have it. anymore. As a Colts fan, can't have it. Put in brussel. Put in brisket. Let's go. Let's get the brisket cookie. cooking.
1: Let it go. Let
0: it cook. Let Jacoby you. cook. I'm telling you, man. And our our dear friend and my beloved cousin Patrick Phelps. Last year, him and I were loving Jacoby. And he got injured, and I was like, "Hey, you know, let's start Jacoby this season." And then here's Patrick. Oh, Jacoby Brissette's horrible. He's terrible. He was trash last year. I'm like, what <laughs> did you watch? I mean, I love Patrick, but I think Brissette right now. I think if if we started him the whole season instead of Rivers, or didn't even sign Rivers to begin with, this is a huge mistake. Um, I think we got to all see that now. Brissette would be. I think we'd be undefeated with
1: not maybe not undefeated, yeah. but I think we'd be close. Yeah, I think
2: you definitely would have beaten Jacksonville. Yeah, um,
1: I I don't think you'd be undefeated, yeah. it and I don't think not that you wouldn't be like immensely better, but you'd definitely be in a better position with Brissette than you would with Rivers.
2: I agree, but just how much do we see Mo being, in, you know, in the league right now? And that's just. It's just hard for these statues in the pocket to really make an impact on the game. And I think that's the yeah. biggest thing Jacoby brings yeah. is A, a better arm, and B, that mobility in the pocket. I don't think it'll happen because they invested so much money in him. They're, they're going to probably stick with him. Although, if you no. if you have more games like this, I think Reich maybe will be kind of pressured by the fan base to make a change. So, we'll see. Yeah.
0: And, what, and what I'm hoping is, you know, Phillip Rivers will have like a tweaked – ankle or you know nothing crazy but just something like you know hey i have plantar fasciitis or you know my diaper needs changed or something <laughs> something so that he can't play anymore um so we could start well to i go can't yourself, endorse pushing injury you know,
2: upon a player but i will say that uh that
1: no i you I know, mean, yeah, yeah. You
2: know i mean i think and i hate to say this i think it's gonna be a situation where you look at the schedule and like he'll play really well against Cincinnati and then really poorly against Baltimore, for example, and you'll just never be able to justify benching him because of the good games against bad teams. I not like that, but I I see that future that Mitchell Trubisky complex where he's just beating up on bad teams. So you bench him. Oh. Yeah, we'll see what happens.
0: Oh, don't don't Mitchell mention Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky's name because then
2: because Mitchell Trubisky'll
0: you know. Mitch Trubisky to the Colts? No, I can't have Trubisky there either. No.
2: To the Colts. That's a good one.
0: I don't know. I mean, maybe.
2: Maybe. He's better than Cap, who you thought. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. So, now we got all this COVID stuff. Tons more than last week. Um, Tons of games switched around. I think that... Patriots Broncos was going to be yesterday and then it got switched to Sunday.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Next Sunday. And then Kansas City now plays Buffalo on Monday night next week. So there's a doubleheader on Monday. So I guess my question is why didn't I, I love Tuesday night football, but why did we not have that tonight's game yesterday?
2: Yeah. Do what? Sorry. Or, no, am you... I confused on that? I don't or... know. I mean, is it, is it easy to sort of see what the NFL is doing? No, not at all. Um, I'm a little worried yeah. by what they're doing, frankly. And I think, you know, I, I'm not going to take credit for this. I was doing a uh, workshop on concussion reporting earlier this morning. And an interesting parallel was brought up between sort of the, the NFL's period of bliss as, as far as concussions, where in the early stages... Uh, you know, there wasn't as much research, and they were able to sort of get by without acknowledging the the hard truth about concussions. And, and, and now you're seeing the NFL have to adjust, have to install and implement protocols. And I think there's a, a parallel to be drawn yeah. there with this COVID situation where the first few weeks, no cases, oh, the NFL is doing a great job Did this and that. and And maybe, you know, yeah. they sort of patted themselves on the back a little bit. And all of a sudden everywhere, you know, dude's getting put on the, the reserve COVID list in, in many, many different, uh, you know, many, many different teams. And I think the NFL is going to have to look themselves in the mirror a little bit. I, I don't know ultimately what the solution will be long-term. Um, they have installed like a week 18 to where they can flex games there uh, if need be, um, but that can only work once. And the problem you're seeing is that teams are running out of this buy that they're using, where it's going to be like in two weeks, like 20 of the 32 teams will have used their buy. And it's going to become a problem. I think we'll see uh, with the, the, now they're going to lose that buy week to use as a schedule flexor. So we'll see how it goes. But I just think the NFL has to be held accountable here, Griffin, your thoughts. Yeah, I have to completely agree. The NFL has to be held accountable in this situation. It's,
1: I mean, there's really not much more you can say. It's just uh, unfortunate that I came out to this way and had, I guess, maybe scheduled better or maybe even taken better protocols, et cetera, then we wouldn't have this problem as big as we thought.
0: Well, and I think what people else are talking about is, you know, maybe extending the Super Bowl to early March, late February, early March, kind of stretching it out. I don't know if I'm in favor of that. I don't really like to cross my college basketball with my Mm, NFL a whole lot. That's fair. Yeah, but you know, I mean, if that's what it takes, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different scenarios, a lot of different doomsday type of uh planning you know what's gonna happen what's this what's that you know and the nfl is set up you know that it can cancel one week and then build back on the end of the season
2: right if need be you know an important thing to keep in mind is as at least for me as i sit up on my high horse here and criticize the league is that i'm still coming back to my couch every sunday to watch four games at once oh yeah. i'm not gonna try to get too you know purist here i I understand that it's something that we've sort of accepted the risk and one thing we do know about the nfl the show's going to go on uh one way or the other because they need their money Uh, They they can't afford uh the the revenue loss and the salary cap implications that come with that long term so they're going to get it done one way or the other whether it's a super bowl in march or whatever the case may be i think we all three here know that they're going to find a way absolutely yeah
0: and uh you know, so friend of the program, uh, we all know him. Uh, guy, guy in Nashville, Tennessee, by the name of Reed Murray, he goes by RJM. Uh, he he tweets out tonight. He gets on the Twitter and starts, you know, flapping his Twitter beak. Um, you know, hey, can we make Tuesday night football a thing? Well, okay. So for the Covitans, I'm calling them the Covitans now instead of the Titans, the COVID Titans, the Covitans. The co-vitans.
2: Are pretty damn good. But... Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're pretty. No, they're pretty good. But I think they should be able to host every Tuesday night football game. And, uh, you know, for Reed, you know, Reed won't come on the show and talk about why uh, it's Tennessee's fault that the league has COVID now. Um, he won't come on and accept his responsibility for his team ruining some of the league sometimes. Are you calling him out? Uh, but, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. No, I'm definitely calling him out. Reed, RJM not coming on this show. He's, he's been dodging me, man. He's been man, dodging and darting like, me. So I'm like, hey, man, you want to come on the show? It's and like every like, no. episode
1: I come on, you're calling someone out. You called Reed out this one you uh, your cousin out when we did Running with the Bulls.
0: Hey, I got to do what I got to do. Things have to be said. But my man Reed, he's dodging me. He's got things going on. He's got his hand in many pots of Yeah, honey. it's not like he's a high
2: school student so, or anything. You know, he...
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Hey. You you can have some time to get on my show, at least if it's twenty minutes. Like, you know, get on, then get all right, on. That's you know, fair. come on, make a little bit of time. You know, be humble. You you came, you know, got you got your things. Come on my show, everyone's on. But you know, he won't come on. Defend why his Titans have kind of ruined football. Um, you know, and then now we have like the Patriots had it. Now they don't have it. I don't think anymore. And then. Didn't Kansas City and Chicago? Didn't they test positive too? Did they have players test positive? So, so uh, my question is: Are we going to get games every night of the week? Is that what's going to start to happen? Are we going to start Wednesday night football? And what? I mean, when does this end? Do you think Tuesday nights the final time of thing where we're going to be like, "Whoa,
2: okay, that's it"? Or do you think we'll start having like games every day? Um, I mean, what do you think? I, I could. I could see a situation where if a team had a Monday night game, well, no, that that wouldn't work because the only way I could see Wednesday night football is if one of the teams playing in Wednesday night had a bye the next week and the other team had uh Monday night football or a bye as well. Um, yeah. Otherwise, there's yeah. just not enough time, right?
0: Because yeah, the only time I remember a Wednesday night game was I think an opener a few years ago. Where the Giants play the Cowboys on like a Wednesday—that's like the only game I can remember a Wednesday NFL game on. Um But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't think Wednesday night football would be a great idea anyway. But you know, Tuesday night—do we do we like that though? Do we think that could be something that you know, stays? I gotta be honest, what do we what do we think on Tuesday? As much night? as I
2: kind of was looking forward to this, especially with the the on myself uh lured away by by the bachelorette among other things i don't know i think maybe it disrupted oh, my routine and i wasn't quite interested as i as i thought it would be maybe Uh-oh. that was just because it was a blowout um uh, but we've got guys on the bachelorette Still, wearing yeah. straight jackets um i mean it's all kinds of like, wearing armor chain mail so yeah. it, it got it got real there and, and well, at some point i got to turn my turn away from the forty two sixteen blowout sorry sorry to the nfl
0: so the thing is with that, I'm not a huge Bachelorette fan. I'm more of a Bachelor fan. I like when the girls fight each other. I'm not a huge Bachelorette fan. I'm more of a Bachelor guy. Um, and in that case, I think I'd probably do some dual screening. If I were me, you're obviously you, so you do what you want. But, like, I guess I'd have maybe the Bachelorette on one screen, NFL on the other, kind of do that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was, it was weird. Tuesday Night Football was definitely weird. It's just kind of, you know, it's it's kind of like no, Thursday Night it Football, sneaks up it's on you. Not... That,
2: That's the thing.
0: It's weird. It's yeah. It's funky. I don't know, Griffin. What do you think? I don't, I don't know. Are we are we nuts? What's the
1: <sighs> wait? Sorry. What did you say? You cut off for a sec.
0: Oh, uh, what do you what do you think on Tuesday Night Football? What do you think as as a Jets fan? Not that that
1: matters, but. What do, you, what do you think? Uh, I'm Who's not that? entirely against it. I mean, obviously, being a college student, I'm going to be busy on Tuesday nights. But, like, I'll I'll catch up with a, at Dark. least, like, a quarter, maybe a half. I mean, it depends on the game, too, as well. Like, if it's something hyped up like a Monday night football or a Thursday night football, yeah, of course I'm going to watch it. I mean, why wouldn't I? And But if it's something like yeah. the Jets and the Bengals or something or, like, the two worst teams, or even the Jets and the Giants. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if I'd tune into that, to be honest.
0: No, I probably wouldn't
1: Neither either. Well, no, I, no, 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 I, think, I, I think you would. You'd watch the crappable. You'd watch the crappable. Uh, maybe Still for a yourself.
0: Oh, I like, the, I like the twist you put on that. That's good. That's good. Um, I want to do one more thing, and then we'll get into picks and stuff and lines and whatever. Um. Knack's injury on Sunday was probably the saddest. Sorry to take a turn, but it was really sad. And I I know that sounds like, well, duh. But, I I mean, it really was a pull your heart out of your chest and stab your heart out of your chest moment.
2: I mean, it was just... I'm sure, I'm sure.
0: I, I mean... I, I, I look at one of my screens. I look down. I'm watching the Colts game. I look down at my computer screen. I see Dak going away in a cart, and I'm like, what? Oh, my God. I mean, the Cowboys are kind of screwed well, at this point. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm glad he's I had the game on, okay. on my
2: main TV as a Giants fan. Obviously, we were in that game um, yeah. somehow, somehow yeah. in that game. Very much so. I, I really do do agree with you, all jokes aside. That was – really tough to watch um you know at, at yeah. the beginning I didn't know quite what happened I saw the ankle and it was like so gruesome we're almost all cramp I'm like dude his ankles literally
1: yeah. turned
2: the other way I mean it, it, it was it was bad and just to see the respect yeah. that both sides you know Jason Garrett come over from the Giants sideline and you know kind of consoles yeah. him and the respect that everyone in that uh, stadium has for deck just goes to show how, how beloved this guy is. This is a guy who's opened up uh, about his mental health, you know, his brother committing suicide, tragically passing away. So my heart just hurts for the guy because he, he's been through so much and he really deserves his money. And as much as I don't want to immediately shift the discussion to the contract, that's kind of where it inevitably goes because he had this, this popular or not yeah. popular, but, um, you know, well documented. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well documented. Controversial. You know, contract dispute where he bets on himself just as Kirk Cousins did prior and, and and almost, you know, kinda loses in this situation with the injury. Uh not his fault. I I just I hate it for the guy. He he's such a great dude and was really having having a career year uh in the face of, of a lot of doubt from, you know, particularly ownership in the front office there in Dallas. So we'll see what the future holds. I, I hope It doesn't ultimately impact his ability to get the bag. But, you know, this is the injury that that Gordon Hayward suffered. And he he hasn't been the same since. And that's, you know, in in a basketball where maybe an ankle injury would be more impactful. But it's kind of just jury's still out, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Uh, but I think yes. he's, oh, he's no, definitely no out questions. for the year. I mean, yeah. right? I mean, at this point. Truly unfortunate to see yeah. him go
2: out that way as well. But um, football wise, fair. though, I think uh yeah, I, think prayer, yeah. I think they'll probably end up winning the division just because it's that bad though.
0: Okay. Yeah. And they're that talented too. Even with Dalton, Dalton's still a veteran. You know, he can he can make I some moves. I, I still like that To the point
2: where the, if they if the Giants the Divi- had won that game, I would have been talking my myself into the, we have a chance at the division, which is crazy frankly we two games and back. you still do I mean, so not yourself, so. yeah. yourself short
0: yeah does does say yourself short and real quick i know i keep stalling and i just want to get into the picks but real quick i want to say congratulations to the los angeles lakers for winning the championship um, i actually know a person who coaches on uh the lakers his name's drew anthrop uh he's one of the assistant coaches out in la so i want to congratulate him the answer family for for everything he's done and uh the laker championship in the bubble so just want to congratulate him uh really cool stuff thank you yeah i don't i mean i know i've known the answer family for a while so i want to congratulate him and he's he's done been a lot of hard work he uh he's he's a good guy and i'm glad he's out there uh doing what he loves and coaching basketball and he's out in the great organization
2: so very cool shout out to pretty
0: all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He played basketball pretty. Much. But anyway, picks and lines. I can't wait. We had a good week, guys. This is not a bad week. I thought this was going to be worse, but it's actually not horrible. Um, so let's go with the slate here. One o'clock, the Bungles of Cincinnati visiting my Indianapolis Colts. What are we thinking here? I've got Indianapolis to win the game. And I've got Indianapolis or no, the line is Indianapolis by seven and a half. I think that line is much too high.
2: Um, Yeah. yeah. I, In my know, opinion. I've, I, of course I like the Colts. It'd be a pretty big upset if they lost here. Bounce back game. I tend to think the Colts will win by about a touchdown. I actually don't think that line's crazy. I would have it set at seven. So I think that's, you know, that's about right. I think they win by a touchdown over, over a you know, really really bad Cincinnati team. Let's let's be clear. I hope so. Yeah. I
0: hope so. <laughs>
2: yeah. Let's just You're
0: be up. clear, I hope so.
1: Bye. Yeah, I mean I'm on the same boat as you guys. Like I really hope Indianapolis just doesn't crap the bet on this one and somehow lose to a Cincinnati Bungles team. But like I I just can't see even with like River starting, I just can't see the Colts losing this one.
0: All right, it's, it's so we all got Colts. trouble if that's the Colts lose that one. Yeah, I'm cool. out on
2: the Colts if they lose that one.
0: Oh, we're in, we're in deep doo
2: doo if that if that happens.
0: All right, not a line on this one yet, but Houston at Tennessee. There's no line yet. I would say, I'd say Tennessee by thirteen. I think That's too high. A little too that's high. That's too high.
2: Yeah. Um, the Bill O'Brien less Texans have a little juice. I know the Titans obviously played well as well. I'd say about 10 probably at home for the Titans. I think they win this one by, you know, 10 points okay. over. A...
0: And I'll tell you there is a statistic out there that teams the week after they fire their head coach tend
2: well, we to do that work. with the win last there week. There is a stat yeah. out there. This team has a little momentum, but at the same time yeah. we know you know you know what Tommy? I think this one will be much closer than anyone thinks right now. In fact, I think and I think Houston might pull this one out. Ooh. Going the other way.
1: Whoa. Going the other
2: way. Wow!
1: I mean, Ooh. I mean, like, listen, Aiden, I agree with you. I do think this game's going to be a bit closer than what we uh. expect. But I have Tennessee uh. winning by, like,
2: a field goal. Man, I can see that. Cornell. Tennessee is on a Cornell, short week. Cornell, baby. Romeo Tennessee is Cornell will week. lead this team to the promised land. And by that, I mean a win over Tennessee in Nashville. Ah. Uh.
0: I I don't see it. I think this Houston team, I know they won this week, but I just don't see it from them. I I just think Tennessee takes care of business. I I think think it's too much. I think they kill them. I really do. We will see. I Uh, I hate to say that.
2: I think Houston potentially pulls this one out. If I could, I I might be taking the money line here. Unfortunately, I'm only 18.
0: All right. We continue with the 1 o'clock slate the dirty birdies of Atlanta going up to U S bank stadium to take on the halfway, halfway, hopeful Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. What now, now two weeks ago, this was my burn your cable box. But since the Vikings kind of showed us something on Sunday night that, that
2: was flexed to the regular slate um, games. Yeah. I like for me. Okay, well, again, we have a team coming off of a, a head coach firing in, in Atlanta. Um, I think yeah. it's a close one. Yes. I like the Vikings. I think they're the better team, but I could see it going either way. Yeah. I, I don't know. What's, uh, what's the line on this one? I yeah. assume Vikings.
0: Mi- Mi- yeah. Minnesota yeah, by three a and a half. Golf. I think that's pretty good. That's a pretty good line. Pretty good. I like the Vikings in this one. Yeah, so I like the Vikings in this as so well. Like- I I have a feeling it's gonna come down to someone missing a kick.
1: Okay.
0: By some for some reason. I feel like that's just the way this Minnesota Atlanta game always goes. Nineteen ninety-eight NFC title game, same thing. I just feel like missed field goals involved at some point. Bad bad special yeah, I mean, teams. Let's be clear. Let's, let's get it
2: going. Let's be clear. Neither of these teams are give great. me some bad decisions. I mean, you know, we're.
0: Well, what do you think about Minnesota? I don't know. I mean, do are, are we kind of whatever about Minnesota or are they are we, are we still bad? I mean, what are we. Did that Seattle game show you anything or what? You know, I, I don't know. I don't I mean... know.
2: I just think that they kind of. I just think that good teams like Seattle can't play well every week and that Minnesota, you know, had a good week, but I don't think it's necessarily.
0: Minnesota has like enough talent to just kind yeah, I mean, of.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Atlanta is it, really right. not even that much worse yeah. than Minnesota, as much as the records show. But I think it pulls this one out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So a lot of these games, some of them don't have a line, and that's because I looked them up like two hours ago. So, well, we can just, make them. That's, yeah. that's why if there's not a line, but we can just make them, and, and I, I think that's a good. Good system. Uh, next one I have, and this one went from being really good to be in really bad, to be in decent again. Denver traveling to Foxborough to take on the Patriots in New England. No line on this one. I'm going to take New England okay. by seven. Uh,
2: yeah, I like the Pats. Six and a, by... a half. Do so we know who's playing quarterback for both these teams? Uh, so I think and, and Newton back, will be right? back. I think. Ooh, that changes.
0: And Locke will be back. I was gonna say. I think. So that's a good game now. That's like marquee game of the day, sort yeah, of. Yeah, I was gonna say original. I guess I was
1: gonna say like like fourteen or maybe even seventeen, but now, but now that like you said, Drew, wow. uh, Drew Locke is back. I see Patriots by a ten.
2: Give me the Pats by a field goal. I think uh, okay. Denver keeps this a little closer than maybe we yeah. think. And, and you know, Cam coming off the COVID list maybe has a bit of a adjustment, uh, but they do pull it out by Yeah,
0: a... yeah I think Pats – Pats by seven, I think. Um, yeah, Drew Locke, we'll see how he does. Uh, yeah. Jerry Judy obviously is back, so we'll see. Uh, that'll be a really good game, though. That was a game that wasn't going to be on my television – because I didn't want to see Brett Ripken, but it's now going to unfortunately be one of the games. Yeah, the game.
1: I thought Brett, Ri- uh, Brett Ripken so. was still in the league. We're not in the league, yeah. in the game, so I didn't have much hope. That's why I had hit Pats by 14 originally. But yeah. now that you said Lock is back, it changes it.
2: Well, and as far as the 1 o'clock slate goes, it's no Washington Giants, right. but, you know, we'll take it.
0: Speaking of your football team, the New York football Giants. Go to our nation's capital. Oh, and we're favored. A big election baby. there in a month. We are favored I'll for the first
2: time all year. It feels so good to be able to bet, to be able to take my team. And they take on I'm the Washington I'm calling Giants DC by football. a touchdown. Uh, well, I mean, I think the Giants are going to by, by a three. Touchdown. I know the lines. And
0: you're calling Giants by a touchdown. <laughs> and I do want to apologize because I've been saying the naughty word of the old team that the Washington football team used to be. And I say it by accident. So just want to put it right now. If I ever do say that word, you know, I want to just say, I'm sorry. It's just a habit. Old habits die hard. So yeah, if I ever do slip up and say, you know that I will, I do apologize. Uh, But what do you think about the football team here? Is there any chance they give New York anything? (sighs)
1: Yeah, they lose by a touchdown. And it's going to... And you said this game is in D.C., correct? Okay. New York. Oh, it's in New York. Uh, oh, no. Wait, well, wait, wait. Well, oh, it's in mean, if sorry. there's any consolation for this game, the Giants could finally be on route to tie the New York Guardians for most amount of wins in MetLife this year.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations.
0: You've, you're gonna barely beat out next NFL team. Or I think the Guardians should be replacing the what New York say? Giants in the NFL. I said I yeah, think the Guardians should replace the Giants in the league? NFL. Ooh,
1: I would actually. That would be kind of good yeah, to see. Why not? But the problem is my Jets wouldn't ever be
2: promoted. But I was gonna say, wouldn't the Jets go go home before we do? That's
0: true. Um, they they go. I would they even well, make the Pee Wee team? Would <laughs> yeah. they make the Pee Wee league? At this point, I mean, would they even make? I don't even know. That's. I don't think Adam GaSe could coach a kindergarten recess well, football game. I can be get into the it. Jets later. Um. Yeah, let's do that because that'll be fun. Uh, look, I, I don't know what to think about the Giants. The Giants hang in the Three games, the but spread. I know they're ultimately terrible. Like I know Daniel Jones.
2: You're
0: sloppy. Daniel Jones is sloppy. What did you say? Did you say I was sloppy? Wow, that wasn't cool, dude. Daniel Jones by a by a point. I'm giving the Giants a point. I'm very nervous here, that the three and of I us think have they're going to win by one this point.
2: game. I don't think that's a good sign at all.
1: I am. Have...
0: Yeah, I, uh, this is classic Giants lose by wait, twenty-one. It's going to Haskins, 20, Haskins? Gonna be Kyle Allen, right? And yeah.
2: Oh, it is.
1: Wait, Oh, no, it's Alex back.
2: Why are they putting because him in Alex man? Smith? Why would you want RoboCop? And... Alex Smith had one of the all-time bad lines last week actually from a hey. quarter but I mean it's still good that he came uh, back but like What was that? It wasn't that. Good. His stats, let me find them. It was really really bad.
1: Uh, oh, uh yeah. Do we I, hear I'd them? be interested enough to hear them. Okay, let's
0: let's hear it. And while he's finding that, I want to say, I was a big Kyle Allen guy in Carolina. And since he got you know traded to Washington,
2: so yeah, I think I've let that go. So nine of seventeen, I for thirty-seven yards uh, for Smith. Oh,
0: but that was against the Rams' right. defense, though. That was against Aaron Donald. Let's see him against the Giants' defense. That's pretty pathetic. <laughs> Sneaky, pathetic, kind of good, maybe, kind of good. Okay, I I think pathetic. I say kind of good. We'll see
2: though.
0: I think I you start can. Alex Smith. Probably do I too, think.
2: but I, I think I read that they're going to start Allen for whatever reason. Ron Rivera has a, a strange obsession with Kyle Allen. That Bad I, yeah, move. Don't really understand.
0: Bad move. Bad move. All right. It's, it's the middle of the podcast, and there's something fun I like to do. It's called the Burn Your Cable Box Game of the Week. And this week, for week six, guys, I picked one game and one game only. It's the Lions visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars at 1 o'clock. The Lions are favored by three and a half against Lions. Gardner
2: Minshew. Lions by 14. Is this the worst game yeah, of the week? Lions. Do Lions we have any them. other... The Lions aren't bad.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think the Lions kill them too. Are there any objections?
2: Do we have any objections to that me. being the burn your cable box game of the week? Um You know, I think we could certainly nominate Jets Dolphins.
0: I think the Dolphins are no, I don't are good think though. they're, don't think they're bad, but say? like
2: are the Dolphins anytime you good? have to watch Jets. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that.
0: Yeah, I know, but that's just uh, the Jets are all. We already know the Jets are bad. I can't keep putting the Jets in the burn your cable box. They're gonna win the award that's for fair. should have been in burn your cable box all year. They're gonna win that award. I could I could put them every week if I want to, but people would stop listening. I gotta like kind of mix it up every once in a while. You know, I can't have the Jets in there all the time. And poor Griffin's just like well, well, it's God.
2: Fair. I, another I don't, year of this. I can't yeah. say I'm gonna have one of Jaguars on on at one o'clock, but. Uh... You know, I do think the Lions are actually kind of good, and we'll probably blow them out here.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's a blow. I think Minshew. He's gonna be I think we, He's gonna be Ryan Fitzpatrick. S- yeah. I think. Yeah, I think Minshew's done.
2: Yeah. I think we're gonna look back in 15 years, and he's still gonna be That's kicking true. around as a bridge QB to some to some young QB somewhere uh, in the league. We'll see, though. All right.
0: Yeah. Okay, we all got Lions big. big. That's good. I like that. All right. Baltimore at Philadelphia. The line is Baltimore by seven and a half. Is that too high? Is that too low? What are we thinking? I'm thinking Baltimore by
1: 14. Uh, Baltimore by 10.
0: That may be high. That may be excessive. I was gonna say Baltimore. The yeah, I
2: like the, the Eagles so to keep 14, it close here, actually. Uh, Somewhere around, you there. know, allowing fans okay. in the link. Um, they're in Philly, you know. I, I don't know. I think Philly's kind of desperate. I think they probably oh keep it close, but they're just not as talented as the Ravens. So, get Ravens by like four. Wow. Yeah. Is
0: uh... <laughs> you know how Lamar's gonna no. get
2: COVID this week?
0: Five batteries. Five <laughs> batteries. That's out. Uh, he's someone's gonna yeah, and plant one right in his
2: right in his You know chest. what? In terms of just the, the right, long right term, is, I, right I'd like face. to see the Ravens win this one by fourteen for my confidence level in them because they've been been able to beat up on the bad teams. But I, I'd like to see them kind of just kick the ass of a team like Philly, who's maybe not awful. Well,
0: and and Philadelphia is yeah, I think certainly pretty good. not too far off from being a bad team. I, I mean, I think
2: I don't think good. I think. They okay. We were I mean, able to beat San Francisco. They did keep it close with with Pittsburgh. I think that at least this version of the team is is much improved.
0: And that that Pittsburgh game was I think possibly a fluke. I I they were they were down 31 to 10 at one point. I think Pittsburgh had them the whole time. I don't I don't think nah, I don't think the Eagles are that great. I'm I'm taking Baltimore big. I think fourteen points for
2: Baltimore I'd like to see that again.
0: I'd like to see that out of Baltimore. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. All right. Nice AFC North battle. This is a nice one o'clock. Very Browns good at Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh is favored by three and yeah, a half.
2: Yeah, I like uh I like I like Cleveland. I got Pittsburgh. I like Cleveland on the upset. I think the Steelers aren't that okay. good and Well, I think they're good, but I don't think I just think Cleveland is playing better football than they are right now. As he said, the Steelers let the Eagles get back into that game, that they were up big. The Browns won four in a row, obviously, since that, that week one blowout against Baltimore. I think they're playing good football. I know they have to go on the road, but it is a rivalry game. So I think they'll be motivated to, to kind of prove themselves. Not that they didn't last week, uh, but kind of prove themselves against Pittsburgh. I got the Browns by a field goal.
1: Yeah. I also have the Browns, by like a field goal or maybe even a touchdown. I mean, Pitt's, like not that – again, you basically cover the points. Not that Pittsburgh won't be bad and they'll have the motivation because this is a division game, but I do think Cleveland is just going to play better football.
0: I just think I'm ready for the other shoe to drop with Cleveland because they're doing everything right right now, and I just am ready for Cleveland to be Cleveland and like – Baker has like two interception game, and that's the game I could see out of Baker. Like they're just doing too well for something not to go wrong. I think this is the week where we finally kind of see it, see it end. I think like you know, oh they're four and one, everybody's all happy, and then the Pittsburgh comes. Uh, you know, they come to town in Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh kind of pulls
2: them the over. Past. A bit. Um, I think they kind of show you know, them. I, I'm interested to see can can they. Kind of buck that trend a little bit with uh, Pittsburgh. I think even if they keep it close and it's a good game, I'll be, I'll be uh, impressed and and confident in the Browns as a playoff team at least if, if they're able to keep this one closer or as I think win the game.
0: Okay, I mean, I yeah. don't, I don't think they're gonna. Uh, I think they'll be in it. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. I just think Cleveland's gonna do what Cleveland likes to do best. Nick Chubb also for Cleveland, you know, Should try be. to yeah, give absolutely. games away. Very much true. Very much true. All right, Chicago traveling down to Carolina to face the Panthers. Uh, Carolina is favored by two and a half against the Chicago Bears. I am taking Carolina to win this game by exactly
2: 12 points. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're drinking the the Matt Rule Kool-Aid there.
0: I like Teddy Q gloves. Okay. I like their offense. You're wrong. I I like Carolina. I think Carolina. Everybody before the season was dumping on Carolina. Well, everybody was saying they're only going to win two games. I mean, to be like fair, Carolina we didn't have playoffs. a reason to
1: jump on Carolina. They lost Newton, Luke kikeley Is that how you pronounce it, Keekley, yeah. Keekley. And um, yeah, like Keekley. they lost a lot of Keekley. Their, Keekley. I guess,
2: motivation, but they're still thriving. You know what Tommy, yeah. I like this offense a lot. Like you said, uh Robbie Anderson big big mistake for the le- Jets letting him go. He looks uh, Don't even get me started on that. Oh, I could... I
0: love Is it Robbie or Robbie? Uh
1: it's Griffin, Robbie. is it Robbie or Robbie? I'm pretty Robbie? sure it's Robbie. I mean, isn't it Robbie? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Robbie. You could You could, I've heard you could I don't know. I've heard fact check me. I heard next Robbie, episode, but for now I believe it's Robbie.
2: Whatever it is, the guy can ball. DJ uh, Moore, very solid. Okay. Uh, Teddy, like you said, has been very really, much. really good. All that said, I'm taking the Bears here uh, to win this game. I think Chicago's defense Whoa. is... Ugh. And I think, frankly, uh, I think kind of this is the week where where the Panthers, who we've all kind of... We all really like this year, and I think they are still going to be like a 7-9 and nine team. I think this is the week where they come back down to earth a little bit after some wins over some bad teams
0: uh Uh, you love defenses i i just don't see uh that offense for the bears producing any points i think that offense is pretty bad without cohen in it well i kind of i don't like foals very much (laughs) I just don't see that Bears team doing well offensively. Oh, I don't think so. In a game like
2: that, it's got to be a shootout. shootout. Not at all. It has to be a shootout. In fact, I think it'll be a fairly low-scoring game because I think – I just don't – I get that Carolina's offense has been good, but Chicago's D has been really, really impressive so far. Uh, You know, that win really – I know they got maybe a little lucky to to actually beat the Buccaneers there, but that was a good win. I mean, Tampa Bay's a good team, and the Panthers – You know, thus far, yes. Have they looked good on offense? Yes, of course. But they've also played the Chargers, the Cardinals and the Falcons in their three straight wins who are who are, you know, I don't think any of those teams I would call good. Um, And even in those games, 21, 31, 23 has been their point totals. So I think this is probably going to be like a 23, 20 type of game that I think the Bears come out on the right side of. It's okay to disagree.
0: I think this is yeah. the week we find out the Bears are... Nah, nah. Yeah. No. This will be we'll the see. week yeah. they'll be exposed, I think. All right. Uh, the only 4 5 game on Sunday. Ridiculous. The New York Football Jets going down to hot, hot, hot Miami to take on the Dolphins. Uh... Miami's favored at eight points. Can the Dolphins by a million uh, line be any higher? Dolphin because they, they did something to they, the 49ers fact, they did smack, and the
2: 49ers with to the seven, I believe. So earlier in the season, whereas the Dolphins,
1: wait, are you talking about the Niners or the Colts? Niners. Was, Niners. Okay. Niners, yeah, they Houston,
2: did 36, 13. Okay. 36, 13. Whereas the Dolphins just beat the more healthy version of the 49ers. Okay. Uh, forty-three seventeen, I believe, this past week. I love yeah. the Dolphins here. I would go big. Griffin, take the floor. I mean, I can't imagine you're gonna pick the Jets here.
1: It would be morally wrong for me not to pick the Jets. Oh, God. however, I mean, okay. Listen, at a moral perspective and growing up a Jets fan, I'm I have to take the Jets, just as you would take the Colts and you would take the Giants. However, however. In a realistic approach, in a realistic approach, there's no way the Jets can win this game. Okay. I'm going to say I know that it's not happening. And, um, yeah, it's terrible. Adam Gase can't coach. Sam Darnold has no offensive line protecting him. He has no wide receivers to throw to. It's hard to win games when you're throwing to Braxton Berrios and uh, Chris Hogan. Although, Jameson Crowder's finally back, so he'll rack up some points. And, yeah, I was just about to get to that. And he just and
0: released Le'Veon Bell.
1: So. And say what you will about Le'Veon Bell. You could go on about his personality. You could go on about how, how he may not have been the greatest character on the team. He, earlier in the season, Aiden and I covered this, and um, he got into a Twitter fight. And not a Twitter <laughs> fight. He, got, he had a Twitter meltdown and just, like, Freaked out. It was just. And he also fought Adam Gase. Now, listen, listen. Adam Gase is incompetent, and I will stand by that. I am on the Fire Gase train. However, no matter who the coach is, you probably shouldn't be fighting him. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Well, the dysfunction continues.
1: Adam Gase and his players. It's like one thing if you have like, a Bill O'Brien I mean, it's thing just, it's where like, most of the team doesn't like him. But it's another thing if, like, so far, publicly speaking, Le'Veon Bell is the only one who has specifically stated he dislikes Gase. I'm sure other players do dislike Gase, but they'll probably give a similar answer to, like, your cousin. Like, oh, yeah, it's fine in the locker room. <laughs> and then in the latest uh, interview that he had, he basically oh. admitted it was his fault that they lost the last game. So the At least seventeen.
0: Yeah. I'm actually kidding. The Miami uh line for this is twenty
1: two. No, no I, don't it? Buy it. I don't buy that at all. So okay.
0: Yeah. It, it's 8. It's actually 8. It should be twenty. Yeah, no no game, no
1: matter so. what team is playing, no uh, game would ever set that to a 20. No.
0: No, no, no. It's it's too
1: crazy. I think eight's a I good line. The cover I cover mean, at this point. That's maybe a little bit higher, Jets but... Cover, but they and
2: let's be clear, we, we could always... This is always on the yeah. table with Miami. We could always get a bad Fitzpatrick game, which can be catastrophic. So... It's hard to bet on them to win big, but I just think they're way better. Ooh.
0: Well, I just after they played last week against a semi functional 49er team, which doesn't look very semi functional, but uh, we'll get to them later. But things look good so far from what I see. So, all right. Uh, good thing we have this game because this game is going to envelop. And the Jets-Fins catastrophe. Uh, this is the game of the day. Packers at the Buccaneers. It's 425 on Fox. Green Bay is favored by a, yeah,
2: I like, a point and a half. I like Green Bay. I think they're the better team. Um, I got I Packers but Maybe motivated off the loss, but Green Bay off a bye. Aaron Rodgers looks simply dominant this year. You might be getting Devontae Adams back, Aaron Jones, and Robert Tanyan and the whole cast of characters there. I think probably – Tampa keeps it close. I give the Packers a, a touchdown victory. I could easily see it being being more than that.
1: Yeah, I give the Packers a touchdown victory or a field goal.
2: Not betting against them until they they show me otherwise,
0: fellas. I'm going to take the Packers by man. Three you are touchdowns.
1: just spitting the most. These high margins, I don't think this man. is close. I
0: think, I dude. I'm telling you. I mean, I think this Tampa team, I know their defense is good, but I think this week they haven't played a team like Green Bay yet. I think Green Bay wipes the absolute floor with them. I'm serious. I mean, Javaris Alexander, defensive side of the ball. I just I like the way this Packer team is clicking. I think they mop the floor with with Tampa. I really do. Yeah, and I think I think Tampa's overrated for Tampa when you look at the fact that
2: you know, Tampa has a young secondary. Aaron Rodgers is potentially the smartest quarterback in the league. He's going to make them pay, you know, the hard count that he's talked about uh, with, without the fans. This is one where where you got Aaron Rodgers versus a young, sec, albeit talented secondary. You're taking Aaron Rodgers 10, 10 times out of 10.
0: Well, and they miss the – Gronk right now, is obviously right. not what he used to be, Absolutely. and they're missing O.J. Howard too, so – and Godwin and Evans, yeah. I feel like always have like a lagging injury. I don't I'm know. I'm with you. I'm I with just, you. It's Tampa team. I, I don't know. It's not. It's it's a bit overrated. So. all right, Sunday night football. Uh, we're starting to rerun the teams in primetime. I don't I don't know why. We just saw the Niners two weeks ago on that terrible Eagle game. They're back, and this time they play a division foe in the Rams. Uh, the Rams at uh, Candlestick or Levi or whatever you like to call it these days. Rams by seven and a half. Or sorry. Excuse me. I read that wrong. Three and a half at, yeah, at San Francisco. I, what do I you have think? to
1: agree with that spread. I think Rams by a touchdown because, I mean, albeit the 49ers are definitely getting healthier. I do not think they're going to be able to take the Rams defense that is, uh has been playing phenomenal. Or not even phenomenal, just playing good.
2: Give me the Niners uh, by, a, t- or by a, a field goal. It's a must-win game for them when you look at the standings. Trust Kyle Shanahan to get the job done. I'm, I'm, I haven't been that impressed by the Rams, even though they have a good record. Uh, they've beaten some bad teams. Uh, actually, if you look at that, they've beaten the four NFC East teams. They're 4-1. and one, They've beaten the four NFC East teams. Uh, less than impressive to me. Um, so I, I'm going with the Niners to, to win a must-win. That Really, if they lose, they're... They're kind of out of the division race with with L.A. and Seattle being as, as talented as they are.
0: Yeah, I think the Niners didn't look well last week, obviously. Uh, you know, Garoppolo, I think, still has an injury bug going on. You know, C.J. Beathard is um, going to probably uh, – do you think he'll start I think on something? probably Sunday? Garoppolo gets to start. Is that what we're thinking? Extremely
2: or? short leash.
0: Okay. I like the Rams by seven in this game. I just think the Niners have not been impressing well. I know the Rams kind of haven't either, but I think McVay's kind of back. I think he's back to being a little bit of what he used to be. And so I think that's the difference.
1: Yeah.
2: For the so Rams. Rams I got the Rams winning. Then we got what? Monday night doubleheader then?
0: Okay. Two, two games. We have uh, – First one at five o'clock on Fox. I guess this is Aikman and Buck, right? Chiefs at Bills,
2: Ooh, but there is no line this. on this game. This shitty Bills performance. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a bad Bills. I performance. think probably KC will will end up be favored by by like four on the road, but I think I'd take KC to win. Both teams coming off a loss. Yeah, I trust right. KC and Mahomes. If Ryan Tannehill can put forty two on the Bills, I mean. Man, I I don't know what a a motivated Mahomes can do to them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I like the Chiefs in this performance, you know, coming off a a really, really bad performance against the Raiders. And then, you know, coming back, uh, they're going to get the Bills on a short week. Well, I guess it's kind of – yeah, it's a shorter week for them. So, yeah, I I like – I like the Chiefs in this one. I think that's, that's I, the, the right the Chiefs way to by look at seven it. I, th- the I think
2: the Bills will will try to bounce back. Uh, Griffin, you can give your thoughts, but I think Kansas City is just better.
1: Yeah, Kansas City
2: is just objectively the better team. I,
1: I mean, the Bills might... If there is enough motivation from the Bills, they might be able to keep it semi-close, but... I don't see them ever having the lead throughout the game. Maybe like a beginning 3 nothing, and that's it.
0: Yeah, it's weird this game's at 5 o'clock. Maybe because this yeah. is kind of like East Coast, because it's out at, at Buffalo. Um, for sure. But uh, I had Buffalo picked before the game I watched tonight.
2: And I switched my pick.
0: Because yeah. if they play like that against Kansas City, Patty Mahomes is going to have a bounce back day, so I, I like I like Kansas City. And then uh, Monday night we're regular regular ESPN eight fifteen, Cardinals at the Cowboys. Arizona is no favored Arizona by favored two and, and a half favoring. against Absolutely. the Cowboys. So I I'm going to actually take Arizona. I think the Cowboys, with the whole Dak situation, however bad it may seem, I think that that's going to be kind of traumatic for them. Um, a team with that injury goes one of two ways. It either affects them in a positive way or a negative way. The Cowboys were already kind of iffy. And I don't know, that kind of... It felt like their season just kind of rolled away in that cart. I don't know. I just... I and mean, they're going to have talent to be in games and maybe win the division, but you know, Kyler Murray, they don't do well defensively yeah. against mobile uh, quarterbacks like Russell Wilson. I don't know. I mean,
1: uh, I mean, I think Arizona by Arizona
0: by seven uh, for me.
1: I mean, okay. To be fair, you expect well against Russell Wilson.
0: No, but I mean. I don't know. No, they're brutal, they're they're brutal defensively. defensively. Yeah, they were any, brutal defensively.
1: I mean, I was just using that then, as an example, but... Like, okay, I see where you're coming from, but, like, yeah, Russell Wilson. I
2: mean, it's also Russell Wilson. I, my opinion yeah. here is that I'm just kind of out on Arizona. I, yeah. I had high hopes, and then, you know, them losing to, I believe, Detroit and Carolina, neither of which are really bad teams, I don't think. Um, you know, they got the Jets... Kind of get right. In. I th- I do think this one's close. I just frankly I think the Cowboys are a better team, and I actually kind of think that they may have gained some positive momentum with them pulling out a win. You know, they were they were losing that game when Dak went down, and uh, you know yeah. for them to for Dalton to come in, pull out a win um, against the Giants. I know not a great you know not a great win, but any any win for this team now. They're leading the division, they, they kind of have their sights set and, and Dalton to me is a very, very capable backup. Um, I think this is a close one. I just I just kind of think the Cowboys are better. They're at home. Um, Arizona to me feels like uh, they're about a year away and, and I just think it'll probably be a pretty high scoring game, but Dallas uh, should be able to pull it out in my opinion. I think so
0: too. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a coin flip. I mean, I think either way. I don't think like I'm not like oh Carolina or Arizona is going to win this game by 20. I mean, I'm nothing like that. I mean, I, mean, I feel like both these teams are kind of in a similar spot. They're kind of overhyped, and you know, they're trying to look for something. Kind of an. Interesting I don't know. Game. I mean, it's yeah. just
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very interesting game. Again, another
1: coin flip, but I've been a little more impressed by the Cowboys. So I'm going to take Cowboys by like a touchdown or a field goal. But I wouldn't be shocked to see the Cardinals winning this game.
0: Yeah, I think it's a coin flip on this one. Um, But either way, I think, you know, this should be a good one. And of course, we got Chiefs Bills on Monday. That'll be fun at a weird, weird kickoff time. Um. Yeah. So it should be a fun week. This is a this is a good week. I thought this week yeah, would be worse. It's, it's not. And, actually, you know, been shaping with, up to uh, be pretty good. Man, um,
2: football's getting good as well. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, Alabama, and Georgia coming up. Yeah. Uh, here in a while, and then of course the Big Ten coming back in the yeah. first and ten. I think, coming back and doing some episodes. I think they're releasing stuff. Uh, here earlier this week. So, you know, they they're coming back and uh, yeah it, it it should be a good time guys. Uh thank you for joining me tonight guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks yeah. for coming back well, on taking time on. out of your day. Uh yeah thanks to be for me. Thumb,
2: man. On. any IU fans who's your experience. Yeah, absolutely. Podcast, so guys check yeah. it
0: out. Yeah and then uh you guys right. got uh you and Pat have the show tomorrow, eleven at to noon. WIUX ninety nine point one, you can listen uh, to the weekly blitz and then uh, yep Sundays Griffin, from you're eleven on to twelve Sundays from is that the same time 11, 11 to noon yep eleven to twelve on Sundays doing uh, behind the plate on WIUX as well. So guys, I want to thank you for coming on and, and wish you luck yep. as the NFL season goes on. For I'm sure we'll us. absolutely be talking soon.